1: Pod Save the Queen. Hello, and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. We have been away a little bit, rather longer than we would have hoped to, but I am back. I am your host, Anne Gripper, and I am joined once again by our royal editor, Russell Myers. Hello. Good to have you back, Russell, and our style director, Amber Grafland. Hello. There is plenty to talk about. It has to be said. Um, And, you know, there's been all manner of activity going on. In a busy time. Been a busy time, lots of engagements. You've been clocking up the air miles again. Again, again. again. Well, if only, to (laughs) be honest. Tough life. (laughs) Um, Easy jet, all round. And then, uh, but the big, probably, news, the big change. um, Well, there's two elements. We think we've probably seen the last of Megan at official engagements. Yes, um, I'm told that she might make
2: an appearance at something at the beginning of April. But that is probably um, well they're going to see how she feels. But I think that will probably be her dropping into one of the patronages of a charity. It won't be an official engagement as such, but we'll probably get notice of it. But as far as the official engagements on the rotor have um, are concerned, then yeah, that's the last we we saw of her sort of last Monday.
1: Um, but the big news that came out came out mm. Thursday evening was the announcement. I mean, it it had been expected. That the households are going to split, yes. and I am just going to read the uh, the formal announcement that mm-hmm. came out, um, which says the Queen has agreed to the creation of a new household for the Duke I and like Duchess your of Sussex. Do with you like this? my royal I was voice? I'm just about <laughs> to say
2: we need some trumpets. It's like the Queen, here. That was well, uncanny.
1: I'm just like Danny Dyer, me. <laughs> I've brilliant. got some royal heritage. Brilliant. Oh
2: God, we need some trumpets. Do, 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 do. You may right. continue. thanks,
1: Russell. Okay. anyway, so the Queen has agreed to the creation of a new household for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex following their marriage in May last year. The household, which will be created with the support of the Queen and the Prince of Wales, will be established in the spring. The Duke of Sussex currently has his own private office, which has been been supporting the Duchess since the engagement of their Royal Highnesses in November 2017. This long planned move will ensure that permanent support arrangements for the Duke and Duchess's work are in place as they start their family and move to their official residence at Frogmore Cottage. The Queen has given permission for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex to base their household office at Buckingham Palace, and they're going to get some new staff uh, who will work with the Buckingham Palace team. But in the meantime, they will continue to be supported by Kensington Palace. The last bit was not the official royal announcement. You can probably guess. That was me paraphrasing. And
2: if you want me to paraphrase it further. So, right. They've left Kensington Palace. They're going to have to go to Buckingham Palace. The Queen and Prince Charles are going to be paying for them. And they can't... uh, Well, it looks like they can't hire any staff unless the Queen's... Well, the Queen or her comms secretary... Have the final say on it which is probably i think is really really interesting because when you're looking at this split all the staff who are working at kensington palace and we had been previously told that the staff would be split amongst the two they would have their own separate court if you will but the staff would probably be um split across the cambridges and the sussexes well that hasn't happened so all the staff have gone with the cambridges and Harry and Meghan are going to have to find their own staff, and the first person they've um, hired, which again is, I think is very telling, that she is a top U.S. political strategist. So she's Ooh, obviously used to dealing with, um, you know, high-level, high-pressured environments of an American nature. And um, but not only that, that they, they they aren't going to be able to sort of set up their own court as they had wanted according to reports um, in the Sunday Times, which was a um, really interesting story. But that yeah, so
1: that, that story said that they wanted to have their own, in yeah. the same way that there's, there's Clarence House and there's Kensington Palace, sure. presumably they, wanted, they to wanted to have a to have Frogmore Cottage or whatever I it dare been.
2: say they they do probably want to do that, but they, it looks like they've had their wings slipped somewhat by, the, by the, the Queen and, you know, the Queen's senior advisors who've said that that's not a good idea, that they'll f- fall in line with sort of people like the Duke of York and...
1: So what is a household?
2: So a household is, for instance, the the easiest way of describing it is Buckingham Palace is a household. It it looks after the Queen's affairs and um, sort of lower-ranking members of the royal family, but mainly to do with the Queen. Clarence House is the the household of the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall, and then you have Kensington Palace, which will now be just the household of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. So it's the... (laughs) in simple terms for us to be able to deal with certain people to to um, have a relationship with their their team especially on the press side um it just splits them up into their individual boxes and so harry had been sort of piggybacking on uh what well, doing a lot of work with and when he was a single man it just sort of he'd fitted into that framework when he was with william and kate but now he's a married man and he's sort of got his own affairs own charitable um uh, Programs that he's interested in, and he's a married man, and uh, moving forward, that he he deserves some autonomy. But it looks like that the Buckingham Palace have, or oh, the, 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 you know, the Queen's senior advisors have sought to um to put him right on that. Really, we'll just keep them
1: within the establishment. So, it, how does it work for Princess Anne, Prince Andrew? They Prince will Edward? still
2: come under the Buckingham Palace jurisdiction. So, even though that you know they are um. Part of the, you know, the 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 act royal family, which is what you see them all on Twitter and um, Instagram. That's probably the, how you'd easily explain it because they are the they are minor royals, so they come uh, along the, the Buckingham Palace banner.
1: So yeah, that was that was. The <laughs> For a lot of people, that was the first thing they were asking about. Like, never mind the staff, splitting the staff. Yes, how, I how know. Do you split the Twitter that's followers? It, you
2: know, that's how people get their news these days, isn't it? Twitter and Instagram, and are they going to have... I mean, I don't think they will, because um, I think it will come under the sort of royal family's banner. I can't... But a lot of people are saying it will be Frogmore Royal or Sussex Royal or... I mean, I'm I mean, I, I'm 50-50, to be honest, what I think. Some people think that it's a complete no-no. no no and they'll have to go under the sort of royal family BP banner. But, um, well, Prince Andrew has his own, yes, Twitter he does, things, yeah. Doesn't yeah.
1: He? I think they do, uh, you know, I can see them having their own, um, yeah, maybe in time. I think, I
2: think nothing's off the table at the moment, but it, as, as far as them having their own court, I just I think that's quite telling of, of them as a couple who wanted to, to go out on their own to maybe have a complete autonomous reign, if you will, that, that they're building brand Sussex. And that wouldn't surprise me. I, I use that purposely there's this brand Sussex because you know Megan has been using her own PR people and she was um in New York they did not take any of the the Kensington Palace PR people with her and she's definitely in touch with her former um PR friends that she when she was an actress so I think there's um there's definitely uh you know she would have been possibly moving towards building this brand but um you know, the 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 Royal Family's a an old institution and things don't move that quickly.
1: And they it said i think in the times that they should get this um move in the fact their household is going to be based out of buckingham palace mm. means they will get an apartment at buckingham yes, palace yeah
2: it's not a bad perk is it really? and that's
1: uh, somewhere to live rather than just an office
2: yes no you so see you'd have offices at buckingham palace and you'd also get an apartment for when you're in london because obviously it's probably quite a trek coming from windsor which is 30 miles down the road every uh, every couple of days well to be fair the traffic <laughs> is not great
1: um <laughs> just debating which of the palaces i fancy Very setting true. up my household in Quite like St James's Palace. Crystal Palace is Crystal probably <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> for, for those of you not familiar <laughs> with London. Um, Crystal Palace is a, a famous football team, principally. Yes. Named ar- well, the area nice named after London. Named after the, ex- the well, great the Great Exhibition, Exhibition was yeah. set up there by Prince Albert. What's great up? knowledge, see. Thanks, thanks. Crystal Palace is a great place, and the number three bus that goes there is also oh, excellent. This is incredible detail. And the dinosaur statues yes. in Crystal Palace Park are incredible. I mean, people, not are in living, a good way necessarily. in
2: Alabama are going to think we've all gone mad talking about dinosaurs in <laughs> the park. But
1: but, well, you know, yeah, you can like look it up
2: online. They are fantastic. These dinosaur models. We'd like to suggest models.
1: off the beaten track <laughs> ideas for when you come to visit London. Go, you know, go see all of the palaces, very much so. the actual palaces, yes. and then head down to Crystal Palace very for again. a very yeah, different part yeah, of yeah, London nice where lots of there. people
0: live. Maybe do Windsor
1: first. <laughs> <laughs> Windsor is very nice, it has to be said. Right, sorry for that so, random sorry, I've, digression I've, I've, I've for I've dinosaurs. I'm do you right off track. So yeah. what, do we, what do we know about the new members of staff so far that have been appointed both for the Sussexes yes. and for the Cambridges?
2: So the Sussexes, the Sussexes have now um, employed Sarah Latham, who is um, from the PR juggernaut that is Freud's, and... Um, as I said, she's a former, she's a strategist, basically. She deals with global um, consumers and she worked for the uh, the White House when Bill Clinton was in office. And she was also part of the senior team that dealt with Hillary Clinton's presidential bid. So she's she's a top, top operator. Um I'm told that she was, you know, she obviously got undergone an interview process. She's met with um, the Queen's uh, communications secretary as well, so she will come under the Queen's team, um, and that's quite telling as well because obviously there's, there's, yeah, you know, they're still finding their feet, and I think that they may have um, had other ideas of how they wanted the sort of brand sussex to develop but i think it's going to be kept in house for the next couple of years for sure and and again i sort of repeating myself but tellingly all the cambridges or all the kensington palace staff have now gone over to the cambridges so you have like jason knave canal father and uh, christian jones who are going to be running that team jason's gone to become a senior advisor to the cambridges and um, christian is going to be running the press side of things he's come from government he was one of the the top brexit strategists and um, both really really nice um, level-headed guys and um You know, they've they've obviously taken top jobs with the Cambridges. So, again, the Sussexes are found to um, be wanting an an awful lot of staff that they've got to build themselves.
0: And is that the only appointment you know about so far? That
2: is the only one I know about so far. I I think they're going to wait until after the baby is born and then they'll be filling another load of positions. I mean, they won't need, you know, the Kensington Palace team is a big team. Um, But obviously the senior guys have gone over. Um, and so we'll wait and see who who else is appointed, appointed under Sarah Latham. I
1: mean, her memoirs when they eventually come out, assuming she writes some, will be pretty Gosh, incredible. Yeah, the no White jo- House, no joke, Buckingham Palace, no, top
2: top operator, yeah, for sure. Wow. Um. So,
1: well, uh, the other thing that was, um, you know, the the announcement came out on the Thursday night, and then on the Friday after the terrible v- events in. New Zealand. Yes. There was a joint statement that yes. came out from from the four of them. From the four of yeah. them and obviously everyone, you know, that both couples have been on tour to New Zealand, has spent time in in yep. Christchurch and talked about that. And to our New Zealand listeners who are kind of recovering from the mm. the body blow of that um horrific attack, then our thoughts our thoughts go out to you as well. But th- you know, that <laughs> That it may be, you know, it may be the last joint statement that we, we yeah, see most, from most a pair. Most the pair.
2: Probably, I couples. mean, it's um, I I, I, get, I I don't think they wanted to. It's just twenty four hours afterwards, doesn't it? So they didn't want to have this division straight away or separation. Um, whilst they're still work, they're still working at Kensington Palace. So they haven't moved over to BP yet. Obviously, the baby's going to come in the next. Where are we now? Eighteenth. So probably in the next six weeks, I would imagine. Um, and. I think it was just a nice touch for to to bring them all together just for, um, in that period.
1: Because the engagements that we've seen them doing over the last few weeks, you know, the, the, as we said there's a lot of engagements happening at mm. the moment, but it's William and Kate moment. together or or separately and Harry and Meghan together or separately and the only times that we we see them doing things as before they are full royal Family events, yeah, so
2: I.e. Christmas, uh, Prince Charles's fiftieth anniversary of Prince of Wales, and then Commonwealth Day last week, um, where it was all it was all very um, chummy, wasn't it? There's, if you've seen any of the pictures or any of the video from Westminster Abbey, they looked all very um, happy together.
1: But you can get far more done if you if you go your separate ways.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And they, they, the bottom line is right. No, no matter whether they're uh, <coughs> you buy into this whole. The, the you know the rift of whether the boys have fallen out. i mean, you know sure they're they're, they're growing up. There's there's going to be tensions within any family, but they're t- they're moving in totally totally different circles now because the you know the, William would have to be prepped to be Prince of Wales, and if the Queen dies in the next you know let's say two five even ten years, well these um, preparations have to be made well in advance. So and again for him to have his own separate. Um, living quarters, his own separate offices, Kensington Palace—just having that whole clarity—is um, probably probably a good idea to do it now.
1: And for both William and Harry, in the last two years, I mean, they've stepped up. They've become full working royals, yes, which they weren't before. You know, if you were, if you dipping in and out and yeah, you're doing a bit sure. of flying helicopters and yeah
2: and harry took a long time to actually find his feet about what he wanted to do and he's i mean i was at a mental health conference with him the other day um just i was at a mental yes, health yeah, conference yeah, the yeah, other well, day was I, I mean, so i think the I'm, the gonna, I'm gonna to i'm gonna speak to him but <laughs> <laughs> but he was there but you know, listening to a veterans conference and these the, you know you're seeing this pattern emerge especially for him um uh, and william talking about you know what the things that they're passionate about mental health children um and you know, i i think the next the next year is going to be very telling because i think harry and meghan especially are going to become parents so you'll start seeing them have markedly different interests over the next sort of year or two because of i think that happens when you become a parent
1: so over the last few weeks mm. What have been what have been the standout kind of engagements that you've well let's start with the outfits because Amber's been Amber's been sitting listening to <laughs> Russell's I mean, Tales of Adventure, and then um, I will just I will just answer. So there was um, one of the comments. Um, Asked why? Why is that? Russell gets to go on all the trips. <laughs> well, well, poor me and Amber have to stay at home. And well, the answer—it's not I, all
0: glamorous I've never been invited by Russell on any of the trips <laughs> <laughs> out there, and I'm just going to leave it for that. Well,
2: so <laughs> it's not glamorous, I can assure <laughs> you. This, and
1: he, and and this comment even used the word mansplaining, and I have to say, it's royal editor splaining. <laughs> we are asking. So Russell is the royal <laughs> editor. Amber Amber spends her days dealing with fashion. I spend my days when I'm not in a podcast studio with headphones on, which is why we're slightly giddy this week because we've got new kit again. I know, I can, thank I can you, can Daniel, Daniel Jackson, myself. for our new toys. Um but I spend my days mainly looking at like spreadsheets and charts and things and, and working on the website while Russell is roving reporter yes. and royal editor. And, you know, you have to to be the reporter that travels with the royals, you have to be on the Royal Rotor. It is a mm. It is in the same way that Official gig, yeah. politics have a lobby, as it's called, if you're going to travel with the Prime it's a Minister. A, it's a
2: bizarre situation, to be honest, because you're, you know, you're, you're, especially on the tours, you're sort of cheat by jail with a lot of other different reporters that uh, should essentially be your rivals. But it's a it's a really nice sort of gang of people, to be honest, so which, which surprised me when I took the job. I thought it would be, you know, a lot of sniping and it would be sort of... Sort of um mean girls-esque but <laughs> <laughs> they're actually a lot of ni- nice people pointed. it's not like that <laughs> no it is i won't ruin the illusion
1: anyway so that's why we let russell talk so much about the rocks because he knows stuff and gets to see it up close whereas amber and i are observing it from slightly more a distance although we do pour over the pictures of the clothes of pictures, somewhat yeah. more
0: so which outfits have stood out for you amber well look they've been loads because obviously they've Both couples, as we've just said, have been very, very busy. They've been on lots of official visits. Um, Should we start with Megan? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I mean, Megan obviously has been continuing to raise the bar for maternity fashion across the globe. She's been looking absolutely incredible. I mean, we're going to go back to the tour. We haven't even really discussed any of her Moroccan outfits, have we? So there was a really pretty red Valentino cape dress that she wore and obviously um, nobody likes it when she does the big flouncy dresses in the office I'm the only champion of Megan in the oh big yeah, dresses oh yeah that we fell
1: out over that was the first time we fell out over Megan's fashion Oscar I think was that blue this,
0: one yeah this time again blue flouncy but Carolina Herrera dress which I thought was beautiful lots of detail there um I guess I feel like... I might she go curtains again. Yeah, oh, I really love DC, but maybe that's more of a reflection of my poor style. Than well, no, <laughs> I think, else.
1: Amber, I think we all know that you are far more stylish than I am, so I would always take your advice oh, over mine. But Thank I, you for that. Oh, but
0: I think she's been looking amazing. I mean, she's very heavily pregnant now. She's yeah. still really experimenting with her fashion. She's been looking... She looks radiant, still knocking out the five-inch heels as well, which I'm really impressed with. And the other day, she just scooped down to pick up some flowers from a young yeah, girl. Yeah, be- 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 down heels. as well.
2: I thought that seemed sort of crouched down, sort of almost on her knees. I thought that looks was close to so effortless, down. straight yeah. up
0: again. I mean, I, I would have collapsed yeah, minus baby incredible. bumps, so I was very impressed by that.
1: I think she's a very good advert for yoga. She really yes, is. Yes, yeah. that is it,
2: isn't yeah. it, you know?
0: And then, obviously, Kate's been looking incredible as well. Um, A bit of murmuring about whether or not she has a new stylist. But as we all know, Natasha Archer, she's still on maternity leave. So I think you can see evidence that she's working with other people. She's been wearing different labels. I feel like there is a bit of a different... Slightly different approach. I mean, she's been sticking to designers that she knows and loves, but she's also been wearing, you know, obviously we've seen the very Gucci, um, very glamorous Gucci dress that she wore, and the Gucci blouse the other day as well with the jigsaw trousers. Uh, I,
2: I, I tweeted who wore it better. I had a picture of her wearing the purple blouse and a picture of P- Prince wearing a purple blouse (laughs) and i didn't get any love for it i was very devastated
1: they're sending you a message about your fashion chats (laughs) still needs work
0: well some people thought that she'd worn it back to front because it had little covered buttons down the back but she definitely didn't wear it back to front she's wearing it the correct way
1: although it does sound like the kind of outfit that it's helpful to have somebody else helping you get dressed
2: to get into it buttons a pussy bow that was it wasn't it Let's see, I'm learning. It's
0: <laughs> not going to let it go. It is. is, is. <laughs> it is it, correct, Russell. It is a pussy bow. Yeah. Good knowledge, but very fashionable at the moment. It's as more well.
1: the, the buttons down the back, and trying to div up anything with buttons down the back is a bit of a of a trick. But um, Amber has just pulled towards her the picture of the McQueen dress. Is it new? Yeah. Is it old? Well, it's definitely got different shoulders, and I, I I really like
0: it. Everyone in the office laughs at me when I say that she recycles outfits. Everyone's jaws drop. What I mean is that she wears things again. And this is a good example of that because everybody's jumped on it. It's strikingly similar to a dress that she wore to the BAFTAs last year. But of course, it's the neckline and the sleeve that's been changed. When we saw the dress before, it had a kind of bateau off the shoulder, a very thin strap. and this it was time, very
1: gypsy style before, wasn't very it? Very
0: gypsy style. This time, a kind of more demure scoop neckline and a cap sleeve. I think it's a dress that's been... Um, reworked. Yeah, reworked. I like that. I'm not allowed to use recycled. Everyone laughs at me. Reworked. Um, so i mean recycling outfits
1: i'd never heard it until people started to use it yeah. around cape you know when she first started being you know in, yeah. she in is, the public eye and in fashion i don't know whether they used to use it around princess diana or not it's before my time but i think it's it sort of one of those online things that started and has just taken off and it's now it is now how you refer to a royal wearing an outfit again
0: yeah i mean princess anne was famous for it but not quite with the same results Oh, she did it over decades she really did <laughs> but i don't think it was really quite um in the same same way that kate has approached the recycling of the outfits
1: well you
0: know i think the summer princess anne's
1: outfits are incredible and i'm just thinking back to her first wedding dress as well with the princess layer sleeves yeah can't really recycle that one in fairness but there we go um
0: but kate has been looking incredible i feel I think she looks really relaxed as well. She and
1: looks you know what, really happy.
0: There's so many pictures of her
1: laughing at the moment. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and going on jobs with them, um, they were... I mean, after Morocco, we were in Belfast for a couple of days with, uh, well, Northern Ireland, all over the place. Um, I didn't think Kate's pint Kate looked quite up to Williams, it I have a to say. had quite a large head on it. However, but fair play to them getting involved because, you know, if there was a criticism of the Sussexes they do not really get involved in sort of this sort of stuff at the moment, whether it's playing football with the kids or pulling a pint or just generally doing more of an activity. I think they're taking themselves a bit more seriously and maybe that's because they don't want to mess up. Um, you know, William and Kate have been doing this an awful long time, so they're probably a bit more comfortable in their own skin. But... Um, I, I, going back to to them too, they they are really really loving it at the moment. And I think uh, yesterday they were at Saint, um, Saint Patrick's Day parade in London, and they were pouring a pint again. Actually, they were having a pint of Guinness. But
0: there's See, a lot that's of pints going secret. on. Yes, there is a lot but of
2: drinking going on, well, no, which I'm all for to this be honest. Presumably,
0: drinking, smiling. There's a definitely a link here. But
1: Prince William opened a brewery
0: in
2: yes, Wales in on Wales, Saturday yeah. because
0: my exactly.
1: sister-in-law works there. That's not why he the was Brains opening brewery, it. Brewery was not it? the Brains New the yeah. Brewery which is you know it is the beer brand of Wales and yeah. has previously sponsored the Welsh rugby team yeah, which league. won a Grand Slam on Saturday so yeah, congratulations to that, them the better. But um, so basically that's William getting one over on Harry because yes, William is, he is the, the Welsh rugby RFU, yeah. president whereas yeah. Harry is quite Welsh tied RFU, up with RFU, the, English, it's the English crew and Megan has still not been to a rugby match no so. which, well, which I, I thought
2: I'm, she would have gone to one I of mean, the last ones when Harry turned up I mean it was the perfect opportunity it was Bloody freezing that day, but um
1: And maybe like having to sit through a load of sport which can run quite long when you're pregnant and possibly need to use the bathroom slightly more than you normally would (laughs) might not be ideal.
2: Maybe they bring the baby to the next one. Bring
1: the baby in a little England baby grow. (laughs) Royal England (laughs) baby grow. Yes, please. I want to see that. That'd be great. So
2: yeah, lots of smiles for the Cambridges. They they look like they're having a good good fun. And maybe this is, you know, another opportunity for them to be I mean, they they are certainly busy at the moment. Kate's busier than ever and you know with the um with Megan out of the picture for a, a little bit of time harry's going to be taking a couple of weeks paternity as well so maybe it's their their sort of time to to have a bit of the limelight because the sussexes do rightly take rightly so take take quite a lot of it recently because so they're, they're doing me. loads
0: the camera doesn't lie she does seem to be she's always very I smiley think so. but she seems Absolutely. to be particularly relaxed particularly enjoying the engagement you know what, and
2: it's uh, i mean for other colleagues who have been doing the job who who have the benefit of saying you know the last 5 years or so um they they agree with what i'm saying i mean i can say what i see up close and she's getting more confident when she's doing sort of round tables i think that in the past she'd probably be uh, be asking more questions than making statements um but in northern ireland she was re- she'd definitely done her homework she's you know we've told that she's quite passionate about early years learning And um, she was speaking, you know, with um, quite a knowledgeable background about, you know, different access, how people access different services, talking about early years learning and the importance of stable environments. And it was actually coming from a position of knowledge rather than just saying, oh, how do they do that? And why do they do that? And what, you know, what do you um, access here at the local authority but which yeah. is kind
1: of I guess a natural follow-on from what you said from was it the mental health conference yes. where she hadn't been planning to speak took yeah, a load of notes again. and then gave a speech really impressive so in terms of it we, you know we've there's clearly a good atmosphere on these engagements so yes. are there any snippets of information or bits of you know sort of news or th- messages that have come out from your time with the Cambridges or th- sort of little moments that you've particularly enjoyed seeing I, up you close? know what,
2: in uh, Morocco was was good I mean it was a good upbeat there was a lot of engagements fair play to Megan as well because she's like what seven months pregnant not only flying um, all over the place, you know, coming back from New York, private jet style probably was all right, to be fair, but going straight back into, you know, uh, into the engagements. um, Morocco was, was, was really cool. Um, But I, I really liked going to Northern Ireland and seeing Kate and William getting involved. They were playing football with a load of kids. Kate, ballooned it football off to one of the sides and then them two fell about laughing and these are the sort of things that you wouldn't expect you know these people are going to be the king and queen of of the realm so it's and i think these those are the tiny little moments (laughs) where i'm going to remember of think you know when they eventually do ascend to the throne where you're you know they're pulling a pint in a in a belfast pub and everyone's cheering them and stuff i think that's that's really quite cool that they, they so get involved like that. So
1: maybe they're enjoying themselves while they can. I think so, yeah. Whereas Harry and Meghan have got to kind of establish themselves yes. a little bit as credible, you know, I mean, they want to be global ambassadors essentially, Definitely, don't they? Yeah. Or, you know, at yeah. the very least, Commonwealth ambassadors. Yeah. And, you know, Meghan's. Well, shout out to, to Meghan
2: when she was um, yeah at the International Women's Day. That was super, super impressive. You know, some amazing women on the panel. It was a uh, sort of a. a lasting about two or three hours on a, on a panel with, I uh, had people like Annie Lennox um, and um, Megan was, you know, speaking totally without notes from the heart, saying about um, different projects that she's visited, different areas all over the world and she is a very, very impressive individual and when she's sort of speaking about things that she's passionate about, it's um, it's super, super cool. I, I think you should definitely, you know, go back and watch some of the the Clips from that International Women's Day um, panel because it's it's really impressive.
0: Nice. I'm and wearing a Reese dress. Can I just throw that in there? Yeah, Which one? High Street.
2: Oh yeah, Lights during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was complemented with like a three thousand pound coat, wasn't it?
0: I don't know if it was quite three thousand pounds, but it wasn't it wasn't a cheap coat. But I still think she looked great. Stella McCartney blazer. Oh no, Stella McCartney handbag. McQueen blazer. Yeah, but she looked great.
2: A lot of the uh, w- women in the office saying it was very empowering her wearing a short dress on international women's day when she's pregnant
1: interesting daring also daring. when you're going to be sitting on a panel and yes so this is something actually i'm going to make an international women's day-esque point Mm. about fashion which is that if you are doing a panel as a woman it can be more awkward some of the seating setups, if you're on a bar stool or if there is a seat and there's no table in front of you then you do have to think about what you're wearing so you know Going for it and saying, actually, I'm gonna wear what I what yeah, I want and what I feel good in, in is, it, is good. And I think she has been experimenting a bit more with prints and patterns yeah, during definitely. her maternity.
0: Yeah, I mean most people kind of I think when you're pregnant is probably the time when you put the least effort into fashion and I think she's gone completely the other way. And I think the fact that she's kind of reflecting her own style, I think shows confidence and I think she's just very happy. Next week or the week after, we're hoping to get together for a fashion
1: special about Megan's maternity wear. So if anybody's got any feedback on their favourite Megan outfits or even fa- fa- favourite Megan moments, I guess, during her um, this kind of pregnancy period as we build up to the... Arrival of Baby Sussex, mm. um, then do get in touch. the Queen at trinitymirror.com. It'll be good to hear from you. There's been a few people got in touch. Um, th- so last time we were together, I mean, it feels like a long time ago, and it was, so I'm sorry we we're away so long. We're, going, we're trying to get into a, we're into for a better Anne routine. we to come
2: back from your, t- you're on your travels. Well, either you're I'm the, away or Russell's away w- so can set with it the up.
1: royals. So, you know, <laughs> it's a tough life. Anyway, so we last time were talking about the baby shower. Yes. Various elements. So, um, one thing uh, that Laura Ashworth, aka at Solid Moonlight, pointed out on Twitter. She said, um, "I want to say it is very common in the US to have two baby showers, one thrown by a friend and another by a female family member." So, I don't find it unusual that Doria wasn't there.
2: Well, th- again, leading on from this, that there's been reports that there will be a second baby shower. Doria will be coming over to the UK. Uh, the plan was always to have this at Frogmore Cottage, but seeing as the building work is overrun, maybe that will be at Buckingham Palace, you never know. Mm.
1: Either way, I'm still learning about how people do baby showers because mm. as we as we discussed on that episode, they are still quite new to Britain. They
2: so are. I Spend three hundred and fifty grand, and you'll have a, a great time, I'm <laughs> sure. Get the macaroons in. Oh, or I'll is it macarons? I keep being and corrected. It, yeah,
1: those ones are macarons, I think. But anyway, so, which <laughs> kind of brings me on to my... Oh, I can... So, Teresa, um, who's a long-time listener... Hi, Teresa, nice to hear from you. She got in touch and um, she brought a different perspective to the kind of £350,000 mm. baby shower party. I have, I've only mentioned it once or twice. Once <laughs> or twice, <laughs> once or twice. Um is it because Mrs. Myers is giving you green? <laughs> Could home you that yeah. that You need to up your £3.50 game. Three pound fifty shower. That's what she's A
2: couple of sausage rolls. Yeah, exactly. Sorted. Well, I'll be there. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, goods.
1: But Theresa pointed out Megan has got two worlds to navigate. She's come hmm. from yeah, the American a, perspective that yeah. if you get your wealth and you earn it, you Absolutely. can. It's your right to use it and do what you like with it. And it, that's kind of got me thinking. This is me paraphrasing what um, what Theresa and I were talking about. Um, and I guess it's that kind of the American dream of success and like everyone... And it's f-
2: celebrated and I do love that.
1: And versus the sort of more um, uh, closed, I guess, life of British royalty or proper, as his use the word proper maybe, mm. of, and how their place in society does sometimes get questioned around their spending and it's, you know, there are, there are people who... Yeah, think, because arguably think it's, it's not
2: w- their money. So you know, arguably, you could say that the British royal family um, exists off taxpayers' wealth, and um, so when when there's an awful lot of, um, how shall we put this? In, you know, it's, if people seem to be living the high life off of um, or, or flaunting wealth, then it's not it's not really a, an aspect of the British royal family that is that goes down too well sometimes.
1: Because you know the sort of the um, anti-monarchy, the republican yeah. movement kind of comes and goes I think it's it there's not a huge swell of of um support behind that although um one of my one of our colleagues here Kevin Maguire he did do um oh, I can't remember the really.
2: alternative royal wedding didn't yes. he yes I mean, yeah definitely not the royal wedding not the royal wedding it was yeah. his
1: podcast last year talking to various republicans about why they wouldn't be watching the royal wedding why mm. they did not support the royal family why they did they thought it was an an act a, va- a
2: really valid argument as well What what why yeah, let's say, the, the, how much did the wedding cost? I don't think we ever had a, a final, sorry, they a final um, tally, did we? But it cost, you know, several million pounds for a day, which is... You know, it was a great day out for a lot of people, but should we be spending that? It's, all, it's, it's arguable, its not it? And then
1: the Counts say so the, the, the traditional argument goes, it costs money to have a royal family, uh, but you get money by mm. people Generate who want, money. Who mm, want yeah. to come here and, um, you know, see the palaces, see the royal family, and, and it's part of our national Absolutely. Heritage, heritage and um, identity. So, anyway... And
2: undoubtedly, after the royal wedding, I bet there was, you know, millions of people throughout the world who thought oh my God, that looks magical. And I bet loads of people booked trips to London and Windsor on the back of it.
1: Absolutely. Um, so, you know, and, uh, the, and there is always that question about how will, as and when it is not the Queen who is the monarch, how that change is handled. Because you know, there's been, if you think about the time of Princess Diana's death, then there was a more... Existential threat, perhaps, yep. to the monarchy. Well,
2: again, well, I, that, that's why I think that you know Harry and Meghan trying to sort of um, go out on their own and set up this separate court. The Queen's sensible enough and as her senior advisers to say this is not a good idea because if it if it starts now, where does it end? And the Queen won't be here to to see the eventual, you know, uh, end of that. So it's um, it's a good idea to sort of keep them all in house
1: because she and Prince Charles have kind of been the leaders of trying to. Have a have a modern, efficient, slimline, yes. sensible. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess like w- a worthwhile monarchy. Mm. And and the
2: fact that they are under B- Buckingham Palace, they'll be um, they won't have the Duchy of Cornwall's money, as in you know pr- Prince William will have have the Prince of Wales, so they will be responsible for every pound they spend, whether it's on the trips, oh, whether I didn't it's it which like is really that. telling to be honest, because yeah. the fact that you know how would they have. um um you know p- paid for it otherwise so that's why they need to be under the the buckingham palace banner
1: interesting so um finally mm. george emailed in well finally from reader feedback and if anybody else has got any feedback on this or any other episodes or just royal things that you see rounded about then do get in touch pod save the queen at trinitymirror.com or find us on twitter we are all there tweeting in our various fashions um so george said I was a bit disappointed by Russell's stream of criticism aimed at the Duchess of Sussex regarding her baby shower. It was too lavish, too public, and she shouldn't have hitched a ride on a friend's private jet. That's who Meghan is, and I quite enjoy it, said George. She's already proven convincingly that she can be fashionable and a feminist, glamorous and a humanitarian, and I admire her for it what a sad and dreary royal family it would be if they all lived by the Russell rules. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, George, I, do, I agree with you, to be honest. I think she has been a breath of fresh air, and she is doing things her own way, but she, there is, it's a fine line, and sometimes you are walking a bit of a tightrope, and if you're going to put yourself out there, there's there's no doubt Megan could have... Um, warned her friends that certain aspects of that baby shower were not going to look very um very good as in you know the big towers of macaroons the swanning about the n- new I mean, York.
1: the big the big towers of macaroons looked great. They did
2: look amazing <laughs> but you know th- th- these in you know, these austere times in Britain that people may take um uh, have uh, you know, f- f- feel something different with it. And I'm inclined mean, to agree. But I do agree with what George is saying because she is a breath of fresh air. She's, she is fantastic to, you know... <clears throat> people do absolutely buzz off her when she's around them. Um, and, and it probably would be a bit of a boring um, royal family if it wasn't for people like her or, um, you know, Prince Andrew or the, or the you know, Beatrice Eugénie giving us this talk about something most of the time.
1: Well, I think it is also, you know... The <laughs> A royal family has got to feel a bit rarefied and special, and if they you want to have that buzz, if they come to visit, and it's a bit yeah, different. Yeah, definitely.
2: And don't don't get away with the majesty of, of of all of it; otherwise, there'll be nothing left.
1: So, what's next? What is coming up? Okay, what's your next what, what adventure? We um,
2: well, obviously, that this week I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. But this, you know, the um, Prince of Wales is. Uh, trip with um, camilla is underway we've got 11 days all over the caribbean amazing i think there's six countries one overseas territory taking in cuba as well which is a major um, historic trip the first time a member of the british royal family has visited the communist state so that is going to be mega that's going to be next sunday i think they arrive but in between you're going to see loads of amazing photos and videos of them all over the Caribbean which is I'm very very jealous about I mean, I did try and stretch the mirror budget to sending me on a, a two-week tour of the Caribbean.
1: EasyJet, don't fly <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, you know. That
0: that we would get the have p- been the time to invite me as
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We
1: do get the pleasure of your company
2: for a bit longer, though. I mean, I'm
1: sure you'd rather be with us than and in then the Caribbean. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. And do. then,
2: obviously, on, on Baby Watch. I mean, oh yeah. Baby Watch, we still think end of April, beginning of May, as Megan said, when she was in Birkenhead so you know the countdown is well and truly on you've got the sussexes moved to frogmore cottage in between how um, much
1: information will we get about baby and the baby plan
2: so the baby i think i will get a briefing on this sort of stuff when charles comes back from the uh, spring tour which is the end of march um so when they're back which is what. So let's Couple say in about ten days. Yeah. Um I think it will be the week after that we'll start getting some details, and then we will eventually find out whether Megan's going to have a baby at the Lindo Wing. No, we still we, don't. We know still that don't know. We yeah. Know. I mean, I, I, up up until now, like last week or so, I'd been like Lindo Wing, definitely hundred percent Lindo but Wing. You're not sure. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I mean, I might go and put a bet on for a home birth. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. I, you're I'm, not joking, are I'm you? I'm not joking. No. I mean. It wouldn't surprise me that, you know, she's really into holistic therapies, hypnobirthing, um, doing things a bit differently on her own terms. And maybe she just feels like it's all been a bit done. The only advantage to that is, is that it's a tried and trusted method. And I think I was speaking to in
1: terms of not just having the baby but also introducing the baby absolutely. to the world. Absolutely.
2: And but also with the amount of press attention that comes with that. So the Lindo Wing are totally used to it. It's a private hospital. I think this has been said before and obviously we um Zoe um Forcy and I did an article online the other day about whether, you know, should she be having it in, a, in an NHS hospital? It's all well and good to say to say this, but it would probably inconvenience a lot more other people yeah, if she did. So when you've got these, these uh, tried and trusted um, practices in place, it makes a lot more sense. But maybe a home birth.
0: About the Portland um yeah maybe
2: but again probably lindos better i don't know better shout yeah because just because the the, of where they're actually stationed and the Lindo wing, they can close the roads off and all the sap fans can come in there for the tv networks and stuff and it just makes a lot more sense but if she doesn't want to have it there then she'll just do it her own way fair play
1: so well and have you got your so i can remember um with i I think it was with prince george's Mm. arrival there was a when it was the run-up to Princess Charlotte's birth, there was an interview with Kay Burley, who is a uh, Sky News TV presenter who will be very familiar with. Um, British readers will probably be... um, British listeners will probably be very familiar with. But she she was providing, basically, rolling news coverage from outside the window, Lindo Wing, for days and days and days. Um, And she said that she... I think she said that she gave up alcohol for, like, a month before before the birth was expected... And she had a bag packed just as, ex- as an expectant mother would, ready to go to the hospital. So Russell, will you be giving up the booze just in case say, the what, baby okay. comes? Okay.
2: Well, one, what was in the bag? Was it booze? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> I have to k- start carrying a bag of booze around with me. which should probably get get me um, get me stopped on the tube. Um, when do I need to give up by? Uh, uh, probably no. end of the month. Today? No, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> unfortunately.
1: And um, one thing I would like just like to say as well is it was um, Lena Tyndall's. Christening yes, yesterday. Yes. Um, and, and
2: Harry was made a Godf- Harry godfather. Harry was made a
1: godfather. And um, it reminded it me obviously that...
2: trust his parental credentials.
1: And he's also, as we discussed, a fun uncle. We've yeah, seen Yeah, I, I, I mean,
2: think. he's great around kids. Whenever you see him, he's fantastic. And she is as well. There. He's sort of the funny one. And she's the really mothering, sort of caring one. I mean, so I've, I've got high hopes for them both.
1: But it also reminded me of one of my favourite Pod Save the Queen moments on Twitter when um, one of our listeners, I think it was Janet yes. Tenne- in Tennessee, had asked, w- is it Lena or Lena? And it, Mike Tindall replied.
2: This is it. Start quality it up on this show. it was Lena.
1: So there we go. Um, right. So you I mean, I'm imagine you. I'm. At, yeah, we have packed a lot in. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've got another royal engagement to rush off to, Russell. I, so we I'm probably should. I
2: might keep to you. see the Queen and Kate together tomorrow, oh. Tuesday, which is uh, the first time they've done a public engagement together for seven years. Can you believe it? So, really? Yeah, bizarre. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know that, but so it's been verified. What was
0: the last one then, the Fortnum and Mason me. I
2: mean, you you're questioning? I can't that, remember.
1: Yeah. But it was, so that would have been in the early.
2: Absolutely, Early years, yeah. or probably yeah. the first year of the her first year marriage. Of marriage to yeah, yeah. Which they so went to Leicester. Maybe that was a couple of years after, wasn't it? but I'm sure our listeners will let me know because I've completely gone blank. But I can only seven remember f- seven
0: the, the Fortnum Mason tea and the Emma Sonny. I'll coat. find out.
1: And uh, I, th- I have vague memories of the Queen's hat looking like a piece of Wedgwood pottery. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what goes <laughs> on We're in your hot mind hot sometimes. <laughs> no, like there's a, a semi
1: encyclopedic. Uh, register of the early years of Kate Middleton's fashion right. and strictly come dancing uh, professionals and dancers.
0: Do you know who we should invite on? Rachel Trevor Morgan, who designs. She's a milliner and she designs hats for the Queen
2: well we should see if she'd yes. come and talk i would definitely
1: us. like to have a hatter special yeah, of no, some try description organise that. very good and if th- i we are going to try and get on some some other guests not yeah. least because russell is often not here the swine um, <laughs> behind. so um if there's anybody that you would like us to attempt to get on i mean obviously we'd like to have the queen on but we think that's probably quite unlikely it's a stretch um but you know people from the right Wider royal yes. world. Yeah, that'd um, be good. Then, or then, send, us, send us some. Or uh, if you think you yeah. should be on, yeah. um, either send us some information or let us know why you should be a special guest on Pod Save the Queen. But until next time.
2: Pod Save the Queen!